the Our Secret Spot podcast. Your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? I don't know. Continue. Don't Welcome worry. back to the Our Secret Spot podcast. This week we're doing part two of our listener questions because we ran had out a of lot. time for the last one. Yeah. Considering we wanted to answer the questions in depth. Yeah, we want to do some of these questions a little bit more justice than what we normally would. So, I'm Jess. And I'm Lawrence. <laughs> And we are the owners and founders of Our Secret Spot, which is a swingers club here in Sydney. <laughs> oh, yeah, I get nervous. <laughs> I, know, I was wondering what was happening there. Swinger, it's such a, such a big word for Lawrence to say. Yeah, too many syllables. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, what question shall we start off with? So, we were talking about last time that we'll, we answered some more of the, like, um, how to open up to people, um, to your partner, friends of yours, blah, 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 the age group of people that come to the club. And this time was, we were talking more about, we were going to talk about sort of the... Fetish, kinky style stuff? Or the, I suppose, the the other issues involving coming to the club. Like issues? Nothing's ever an issue, just questions. Just questions. <laughs> but people, like, concerns that people have that, that, that are valid and I think that we should address. Cool. But I did want to start off with sort of something... Soft? easy yes <laughs> I, I, I guess so um so this person asked <clears throat> how do i feel comfortable coming to the club for the first time hmm. i guess i don't know it's one of those things where like i have so many things i want to say at once but i'm like what's the best way to start with this feeling comfortable doesn't mean that you can't be nervous at the same time because any sort of thing for the first time whether that be approaching a couple, coming to a venue, turning up to a restaurant that you're really excited about, you're still going to have a little bit of nerves, no matter how comfortable you as a person are feeling. Correct? Yeah, I think so, especially if it's your first time. Yeah, so feeling comfortable, I think, is more just coming, I guess, as prepared as possible um, and remembering that you are allowed to feel a bit jittery, a bit nervous and that your comfort levels will be eased once you do come in and take a tour. Yeah. I guess, I mean, what you're saying is that you're going to be nervous no matter what. But things about, I, I'm, I'm trying to like understand comfortable, what this person means by comfortable. I suppose things around, um, I'm guessing they may be feeling things around like safety as well. It's not just. Oh, yeah. Because um, get, we get this question a bit as well as like, are we going to be safe at the club? And, I mean, safe could mean a whole bunch of different things. But, I, you know, I, I tend to think that their, their physical security is going to be safe or their personal information is going to be safe. Yeah, their identity is going to be kept secret. Yeah. Um, or privileged. Which it is. Which it is. <laughs> Obviously, we, we, we wouldn't be able to run this, this long and far if we were oh, gosh, no. haphazard with our, the information of the guests that do come here. No, 100% not. Uh, so your privacy is obviously absolutely... At the highest of helpful. value to us. Yeah. Um, privacy and safety in general. So yeah, like so the security that, of your well-being as well. Yeah. So if that helps you feel more comfortable and just know that that's obviously something that's that's hugely important to us. It's like one of our biggest factors in our, our business standpoint. Yeah. Things like, like you said, physical safety. Sometimes do, do we have security here? We have Lawrence. 
<laughs> Look, if anyone hasn't met Lawrence yet, Lawrence is um, a ex security guard anyway, so he has all his security training. But we also do generally have not just ex security guard. Jeez, come on. Oh, I'm sorry, ex army as well. Lawrence can give his whole little detour. Um, not detour. What is it? Um, debriefing. Biography. <laughs> Biography on his life and his um, achievements. Um, when you come to the club, just go and ask for Lawrence <laughs> and he can do it on one of his magical tours. Yeah, <laughs> just ask me how good I am and I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a little bit too loud. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that laugh was a little too enthusiastic. Uh, that comes with uh, eight years of <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. I didn't even like snorted it out of my nose. <laughs> Oh, I have I have the utmost um, appreciation for Lawrence's um, skills and abilities in security. That was not in fact that you are not a security type of person. That was it's just you know eight years, eight years of yeah. <laughs> but it's saying that um, the term, so no, we don't actually have we haven't like outsourced a formal security guard contract to people because in reality, it's just like we don't. We haven't really, ever, we haven't ever needed it. We've never, yeah, we've never had a, a physical indi- like incident, altercation, yeah. altercation, thank you. Um, physical incident happened within the venue. Yeah. Um, we also, um, on a side note, we do it, have... It has happened to a minor extent where a patron was getting a little bit just uh, stepping over the line and, and the worst it got was like sort of a, you sort of had to just... Wrap your hand around him and Yeah, just drag sort of walk him to the door. But it, it maybe not drag, it was more like a encouragement out. Yeah, yeah, but it but didn't escalate beyond that. Oh, gosh, no. And that's no, no, the worst no. that's ever got. Well, yeah, that, which is true. And also um, with the side note as well, we do have like cameras outside so we see if there's anything happening outside as well. Yeah. So we do obviously not let people out if we think there's something bad happening outside. Oh, yeah, that's another thing about cameras. We ask, like, are there, are there, is there um, cameras, within the cameras inside? So there's only cameras on the entry and exits and reception. There's no actual cameras inside the venue recording oh, yeah. anything that you're doing inside here. So yeah. if that part of your is part of your concern and feeling comfortable coming to the club, then And also um, we do also require people to keep their phones in their um, bags. So yeah. we won't have people walking around with mobile phones filming anything. We, well... I mean, however, we, if you do notice that you, there are people with phones and they're filming, please let one of the staff members know. However... People, if they do have their phones out, are generally because they've got children or they need it for work. Yeah. As a policy, we don't allow phones in the play areas, so it's the top level and the bottom level. They're, we allow them to have them on the ground level near the bar and reception because um, people, like I said, you know, couples who have children and they've got babysitters, they have responsibilities. So we ask them that if you, you are going to have your phone on you, just let the staff know. So if we do see you using it, we, we understand what you're doing. But once we see a phone up on the top levels or on the bottom levels, you're you are told to put it away. If you obviously don't comply with that, then we just ask you to leave. I've had to ask people just like show me what what they were doing on their phone, like show me their camera roll. Yeah. If I if I suspected, and just get them to delete if they ever have. Not not that I I can't. I've never had anybody. Yeah. To be honest, like most people are genuinely quite considerate about this as well because they also too want to keep their confidentiality and privacy yeah but there's always a there's always an outlier and we we we, we keep an eye <laughs> on that sort of stuff anyway other things to feel comfortable about coming to the club come in a pair come with somebody that you feel comfortable with so with yeah. better in pairs or especially if you come as a single so i'm just thinking more as the concept as if i'm a single female coming by myself um 
you've probably, if you guys have been listening to the podcast, we've had quite a few stories where friends have come together. So you may not sexually want to play or interact with this person, but you know, having that girlfriend support will also ease that comfort level for you a bit more. Yep. And yeah. And single guys as well. Like we've had single guys bring along a girlfriend who they're not sexually interested in, but they come as a couple. Yep. So, or couples coming with other couples. Have a meetup, have a drink beforehand, and then come see us afterwards. We have all the beds supplied for you. Yeah, and hopefully this podcast, uh, along with all the other information we have on the website, helps you feel comfortable that, you know, we take all these sort of things seriously. Like, we want you to have fun, but we want you to have fun in a safe way. Yeah. Uh, and knowing that, yeah. I, I For me, that's why I, I feel like this question is sort of coming down to, like, are we going to be safe? 100%. In, in all our aspects. Oh, 100%. Which leads into the next question we've got is... Consent <clears throat> in the club. Especially in the heat of the moment with a big group. Good she, question. They mean orgy. <laughs> 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 Why? you got to put it out there for the people. Yeah. Consent in the club. So let's cover off then in two parts of this question, consent in general, and then specifically what this person was asking about consent in, a, in a, the heat of the moment in, in an orgy. Yeah. Um, as I nicely put. <laughs> as you nicely suggested. What? It's an orgy. So well, consent in the club is hugely, hugely important. Uh, yes. We even get you to sign a waiver on the way in. Yeah. So we, we uh, have a guest behavioural guideline that we make people read and acknowledge before they... It's actually they called consent form. Consent form. Mm-hmm. And this is one to reiterate the importance that we put on it by making you physically signing this form yeah and to remind you that just because you are in a sex club does not mean that you can just haphazardly put your hands on anyone at any time or anything for that matter hands like or feet if you're into that i was gonna say there's a whole (laughs) whole bunch of body limbs and parts that you could be flopping everywhere just in in a hole there's nothing goes on or towards you without your consent yeah and that's vice versa for always. Clear verbal consent. So yes. uh, you, obviously you can expect to be admired with people looking at you because some people like that. But if anyone wants to cross the boundary of touching you physically, they need to ask your permission. Yeah. And we find, I think you and I are definitely on the same page about this, that we rarely have an issue oh, very with anyone, anyone violating anyone's consent. Yeah. Occasionally it happens when, like, let being realistic about the situation, some people get they cross the line, they don't, they lose their head, or they're just straight up an asshole, um, and they're, de- <laughs> <laughs> they're dealt with quickly. Yes, well, yeah. There's also like sometimes people can have a little bit of a confusing moment, but those are generally just like they've thought consent was enough with just like a um, an a eyebrow silent, raise. Yeah, or I was going to say like, like a that, silent yeah. eye, little wink or something, or, or like misinterpreted a, as, as come touch me. Yeah, yeah, instead of just hey, come over and talk to me. Like some people can obviously push that level a little bit too far but yeah they're generally like you said dealt with quite quickly um and also quite um explained it to them so they understand the importance of consent yeah uh we find most people are reasonable about that as well so if it happens once like some say for example you know a, a, a guest comes up to a staff member and says hey this person touched me um mm. and i didn't let i didn't give them permission to first action we'll have is to ask the person can you point this person out yeah so we know who you're talking about we get them to point them out we'll go and have a chat 
with the person who did that. We will. We also we give a, them the benefit of the yeah. doubt for an honest mistake for the first one. Of course. I always give them this spiel. It's just like strike you, one, strike <laughs> one, and strike two. There is no strike three. There it's is just no strike yeah. three. If we hear another complaint from anyone else, mm. or indeed the same person again, you're gone. It's, Which is there, fair. There's no like the due process is. You get You're a gone. warning and then if we have to pull you aside again, it's a very firm warning. And then after that, you have clearly not listened to our directions. Yeah. We um, also take into, effect, into account like multiple people saying the same thing about someone. 100%. Yeah. Which has on occasion happened where, you know, somebody has been a little bit too inebriated and they've had a few people concerned giving us warning on this person. Yeah. Um, but we do obviously try and, especially if you're new to the club as well, we do go through consent and best ways to approach it as well. Yeah. So being able to say no and we also – I'm pretty sure – Feeling we, safe, that yeah. feeling comfortable that you can say no and no, no ill will come to you. Yeah, and also that probably brings it into the fact of the heat of the moment in a big group. You are also allowed to say no. If there's a – in the group situation, you only wanted to play with three out of the seven people, you are allowed to say no to this person and continue on. Like a group situation should be – consensual in general but that does not give them consent to automatically play with you yeah like i i in my personal opinion i believe that every person in that situation should have consented to you and you should have consented to them Mm. but if that's not happened throughout the night they still need to ask permission before embarking with you yeah during that orgy situation yeah i will say this though though sometimes there isn't in it a full-on conversation about it and so this person's asking about the heat of the moment um yeah what to do i think if you feel oh. uncomfortable speak up because it won't ruin the orgy just be like yeah. oh no i'm uncomfortable with that yeah just don't make a scene about it obviously but you know notice what's happening around you mm. and if in the heat of the moment you have somebody touch your arm and you turn around and you're not consenting to that just let them know and be like i don't consent to that yeah because all swingers should take because I've, I've seen heaps of times where they're, you can see that some people are just, they're getting into a big situation and not, it, you kind of had this full on lengthy chat with everyone. It kind of is, there is times when it's kind of implied or it's body language uh, consent. Yeah. Because there's, know, there's definitely a, been times when I've been in the middle of an orgy and, you know, I'm quite free and relaxed when it comes to playing with people, but there's been times where a couple has decided to join in on an orgy while, you know, they've been six or seven other people mm. and they've come next to us and they've still asked for permission. They're like, can we play with you? And I'm like, yep. oh, no, look, I'm actually just playing with this couple here. Yeah. And, like, and the situation continues. There's yeah. no disheartening. There's no, no go away. I know this away. is a gripe sometimes of, like, the kink community who sort of um, – this is a, the gripe about the, sw- the swinging community whereas – Sometimes consent's a little bit more fluid, shall we say, oh, rather yeah. than a, a, a very clear demarcated conversation prior to anything happening. And that does happen, but know that you do have that option and the people should respect you enough to, to no. still ask you. Oh, 100%. You should always be in... But I know I've man. definitely been in situations, for, this is me personally, where you you just have the feeling... you. you through everything that's going on, it's it's okay. Like there's there's a the re, there's a reciprocity of interest from both parties. Yeah. Um, never would I just go up to someone who's not looking and grab them or touch them. It's mm. there's. How do you explain like without non, having non-verbal that, body language indicators well, yeah, that it's okay? That. 
I guess that connection from because you can definitely have an approval and a connection physically from just looking at each other, but you know sometimes words yeah. are just stronger and more absolutely confirming essentially. Yeah. yeah. So, but but yeah, we've both had the same situation where it's like you know I've maybe not spoken to this couple throughout the night, but they've come and approached and they've sort of given me a smile and I'm like giving them the slight nod and I'm like yeah yeah come in my mouth is full but come through. What? It's like the only situation I could physically think of. I was like literally getting spit roast and this like couple walked up and the girl was like, looked at me and I was like, mm-hmm. what? I was in the heat of the moment. It's the perfect example. Mouthful, couldn't really do much with my hands and all I could do was go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Look, it worked out fine. Fair enough. <laughs> that's well in my in my terms, that was yeah, yeah, consenting. Yeah. yeah. In the heat of the moment. Like that's yeah. probably to the extreme. And in saying all this, uh, you always have the option to rescind your consent. Oh, hundred percent. There could be throughout the moment where you're just not feeling that connection or you start to feel a bit uncomfortable. You can always say, Oh look up, I'm gonna stop here now. Yeah. Which we've probably both done during times. Yeah. Because sometimes yeah, I just really need to pee. Or it's just like, <laughs> hey, nah, I'm out. I'm not feeling it anymore. Yeah. Which happens. You just go in waves. Sometimes it can be so overwhelming as well. I find this with new couples where, you know, they're in the heat of the moment. They get so excited and they're having so much fun. And then all of a sudden, you know, somebody looks over and they're just experiencing a little bit too much, like a sensory overload. And they pull out. It's more than, like, acceptable to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's no reflection on your performance or the other people around you. Yeah, it can be a lot for people. Oh, 100%. It's a sensory overload. Like, I... Remember the first couple of times me walking past orgies. I'm like, what am I looking at and who is that? <laughs> what? It's so much. Like, it's so different. And I think especially for your first times, like having to try and take in all the positions, all the people, all the body parts and just the noises as well and then the feelings. Like, and sometimes the smells. <laughs> like roses and cherries, guys. Roses and cherries. No, sex definitely has a very animalistic primal smell. Yeah. Oh, and I, I, we've gone over this before, but I think Jess, you can as a as a young woman yourself who, who's not only been in swingers clubs a lot, but comparing that directly to a regular nightclub that you go to in, in the city or any city that you're in, the rules of consent are far stricter here and far more observed. Than oh, than any other venue. Yeah, like a hundred percent. Like I remember when I was. Would like we opened up OSS in Darlinghurst. I was shocked by the amount of like people just would, you know, I was, I'm a big lingerie fanatic. So I would wear my lingerie and a girl would still walk and be like, oh my God, I've wanted to see this set. Can I touch the lace? And I was like, yeah, of course. But then I'd wear like, you know, pants and a shirt out to a nightclub and some guy would smack my ass when I'm at the bar. Like this stuff is, it's so surreal to think that you're at a place where the majority of the world goes to and consent is non-existent. Yeah. And it's just kind of except, oh, you just kind of get your ass slapped. People, like, I know. Oh, yeah. It's I know, all, and I know it's all because you're a pretty girl. You get your yeah. ass slapped. Uh, and you, you that's just kind of works. Get your face slapped. I mean, I've talked to girls that just go, yeah, it's just kind of how it is. And it's like, you, why? I don't like the, settling. Yeah, why are you accepting My that? ass gets slapped, your face gets slapped. <laughs> Equal, right? <laughs> you touch me, I fuck you. Sorted. Wow. What? Um, you touch my ass and I'll, you know, fuck, fuck you? your face. That, that's not the message. Fuck you up. <laughs> or I'll just turn around fuck to somebody up. and be yeah. like, He's going to fix it. <laughs> yeah. So, and so I think there's a complete misconception that you, you come to a swings club and there's going to be just people just pour, pouring at you. Yeah. 
Like, and you've got no... Hands, penises, have, vaginas flopped at your yeah, face. You have no voice, no autonomy. You just, you just become a vessel. You're a piece of For me. people, yeah. And it's just, that is the opposite of what happens oh, here. Oh, 100%. Here you have even more of there's, a voice. I think there's actually, if you go into our Instagram, validations of people feeling more comfortable here. Because there was, we have a Q&A um, segment on our Instagram and our little highlights. Yeah. And I'm 99% sure there is a section where there's a whole bunch of couples and single females who have answered this question saying they feel more comfortable coming to OSS than any other venue. Yeah. Just because they feel safe and they can wear their lingerie sets or they can sit down on the couch and not feel like they're going to be harassed while they have their cocktail. Yep. Yeah. And that's hugely valuable to us as a business and, and as a community as well, I think, where we want to foster that positive uh, mindset of consent is... King. There you go. So, moving on to the next question. Yes. We're going to talk about STI. So, we've got a couple of questions about STIs. Fair? Sexually and transmitted infections. infections. What's the difference between a sexually transmitted infection and disease? Um, Actually, see, I'm not a medical expert, but I, I believe that you can... Uh, I'll look it up. The definition of disease and infection just implies a different way of transfer or something like that. I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. It's a semantics thing. People understand it as the same thing, but it's not accurate to call it a disease. Yeah. So essentially the difference between it is a disease and an infection. So not all diseases begin with infections, but many do. Sexually transmitted diseases first begin as sexually transmitted infections. So most STDs start with an STI. Yeah. That's essentially what that means. You have to be infected to to succumb to the disease. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So... The questions for good today. Good to get that. Good, good to get that out of the way. Well, just because I've had that question asked to me. Before. Yeah, I see. Like where people go, "Oh, you have an STD," and I'm like, "Well, is it an STI or STD?" And people yeah. don't see the difference. It's just, oh, that was just a quick little. Yeah, I, I, like I think in the general lexicon, people understand what you mean if you say STI or STD. They they understand. Yes. Um, but this is just a small variation. It's just a small difference of of meaning. So so it's accurate. Yes, correct. It's, it's basically just a, a way of being accurate about what it actually is. Yeah. First one. How do you make sure things are kept safe as possible regarding STIs in the club? I guess the basics for us is always providing condoms um, in all rooms. Dams mm-hmm. as well are an option. Um, we also are very clean in this venue, um, hygienically with... And lube. And lube. Sorry, yes, lube as well. We don't want any tearing. We also are very clean and hygienic in this venue. So we do have regular checks in rooms where we take off sheets if we find that they're dirty. We also pick up any rubbish that's off the floor. Um, All our staff will wear gloves as well. So we're quite hygienic with that as well. Um, And we also regularly clean the club. Yeah. But aside from that, like people are talking about how you, like, I I guess this person is talking about being uh, infected with something. Well, uh, keeping safe with STIs with other patients, right? Because it's, it's, yeah, you're not going to get an STI. But I think it also boils down that you do start off with the venue being clean. For sure. And then also we us providing the means and the methods to ensure your sexual health is. Yeah. So we've spoken about this before. It's like generally uh, people in the swinging community understanding that the, the, the lifestyle carries more risk, like an increased amount of risk because by just by, uh, exposure you're in, in, you're exposed to risk more risk correct so we're not denying that but the do you also feel that people the education are more, around yeah. using condoms using dams using lube correctly 
reduces is you know what what is it it's like ninety nine percent effective against reducing the the spread right so if, if it's used properly and consistently the chances of you contracting or or transmitting an STI uh, transferring yeah it's like what is it like the one percent th- right yeah, yeah correct it's less likely to happen in a venue such as ours than it is of a nightclub for instance where yeah, you just picked up a stray yeah a and like because we have we stand. have friends who just go to like who aren't in, in this scene and they will – we've talked about this where it's just like they'll fuck people they don't know without condoms. Oh, it's such a generational thing too. Like my generation – no offence, guys. <laughs> some yeah. of you are a little bit twisted. Like I've heard stories from my sister's friends where they're in their mid-20s and they'll happily do one-night stands without condoms and then look at me like I'm the crazy person that always wears a condom with a new partner. Like – why am I the crazy person? Like yeah. I'm trying to protect my safety and my one night stand safety. Whereas you're basically trying to start AIDS all over again. <laughs> like what the hell? Got? And this, it's like trying to talk to a brick wall when it comes to this as well. Like safety and education on safety is so big in the swinging industry that there's friends of mine who will happily have sex with con- without a condom. Yeah. And it's, they're it's baffled shocking. by yeah, and I'm like they're baffled. I'm baffled that they don't give a shit about their security and their safety of themselves. Yeah, so it is up to the it is up to you as an individual to do what you can to protect yourself. So if you're a guy, make sure you always put on a condom. If you're a woman, insist the man puts on a condom, and not and being consistent with it is is the key as well. So using it True. correctly, but making sure at every point that you are. Uh, making sure that uh, you're following as best you can the safe sex uh, and, guidelines. Yeah, and also if there's anything in particular that you feel like you could get better um, better from us provided, like if there's um, some sort of educational things that you think that we should do, like we also have sex edu- education classes as well. Mm. So we do also run those sort of things and like, you know, the safety of play and what to, how to use toys safely. Like we do offer those experiences to people. So if there's anything else that you feel as swingers that we can improve on, because, you know, we're not perfect, but we probably do it the best out of any so. other yeah. mundane human being. Mundane human being. <laughs> I couldn't think of a term, you know, when there's like muggles. Civilians. Civilians, <laughs> thank yeah, you. Yeah, muggles, call them muggles. Well, I was, kind of, I was trying to think like Harry Potter terms where it's like you're a witch, you're a wizard, and then yeah. you're a muggle. That's yeah. I, I, I am shocked sometimes it's like, when I, I've gone sometimes to play with women, especially in their early to mid twenties, and like you said, it's it seems oh, to be a generation. They genuinely thing. don't care. Like the amount, and they're of like you don't have to put one on. I'm like, oh, no, no. I'll be putting one on. Thanks. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. I've, I've had the same reaction from guys where they've just wanted to slide it in, and I was like, do you want to chop your dick off? Like, are you fucking retarded? Like, yeah. please think of my safety and your safety. And it, uh, generally, after if I've felt that from a you know a play partner. We're, we're done after that. Like, yeah, I no don't way. feel safe with you anymore. Yeah. And it's like, and that's a big no-no. Expanding on this question, uh, we, we get this sometimes. Like, do we require people to show, like, STI certificates when they come into the club? Um, no. No. Is, is no, but we, we encourage you to get regular checks. Yeah. Um, but that's at your own doing. Like, Lawrence and myself, we regularly get ourselves checked just because we're swingers. Yeah. So we encourage... Uh, the individual to be careful for their own uh, sexual health. Yeah. So, and we're also the recommendation is something like every twelve weeks if you're exposed to you know more multiple sexual sexual partners, partners, do it every twelve weeks because there is like an incubation time for some of these diseases where you can be. 
And they also recommend... You can be exposed on, say, the first of the, of the month, but you, you won't you display or you won't return a positive result until day 14. You can also be um, asymptomatic and pass it on to somebody else Correct. as well. So yeah. a lot of the times, like some sexually transmitted infections, women will experience more outcome to it than a guy. More symptoms. More symptoms, sorry. Yeah, more symptoms than a, a guy would and vice versa for a few things. So. Yeah. There's, you know, there's things that I hadn't heard about HPV until I got sexually, sexually tested. Yeah. So it's like little things like that where it's like you could be, you know, getting things that a guy won't be able to get. And obviously we're not medical professionals. So do your own research from trusted medical sites or speak to your, speak to your um, physician about what you should actually be doing to protect yourself the most. Also, actually, this reminds me, someone asked us like where to go to find sex positive doctors because this is i think is you huge. wrote a list yeah, one time i, I, I think we list. added it into the highlights yeah we asked people where do they go if because not some i can people find don't it feel and add it to the highlights to their family doctor right because they've known this person this doctor for their years growing up and their you know, parents and, know them yeah yeah and they go, oh, i don't want to talk to them about me being sexually active and i don't want them to judge even though everything's confidential i completely understand that but like i, I would I've never tell my doctor. experienced doctors who are, who are judging right and it's happened That's to people, true. they just say, oh, why are you doing that? And it's just like, you don't ask questions. I just want the test done or I just want reliable information to give me the best opportunity to protect myself. Or I want to feel comfortable to be able to disclose any information yeah. if a situation were to arise. Because even though they, they might be doctors, they, they're still going to be have their own, human. F- so their own opinions about sexuality and what it is to be morally right or just when it comes to sex and having group sex in a swings club for some people is just absolutely not okay <laughs> and they'll and they'll lecture you about it yet they'll have one night stands with the chick that they found on the road yeah yes so <laughs> where, so where do we go for like judgment-free sexual health checkups or uh, conversations that you can have that will give you honest I mean and reliable information we'll pop them up onto our social media pages um i'm 99 percent sure it's on the highlights if it's not it will be before this podcast comes out i know definitely of like you know um kirkton kirkton road center in potts point so obviously it doesn't help if you depending on where you are but so for there's a lot the city, of city-based doctors who are quite open-minded i find yeah um there's also the kirkton center like lawrence was mentioning um, there's a few centres within King's Cross to Piermont area that are medical centres that have um, doctors who don't only deal with um, sexually transmitted diseases and infections, but they also have psychologists on site. So they're a little bit more understanding when it comes to approaching these situations. Yeah. Okay, moving on to the next one. Which is also <laughs> that kind of ended really downer. Guys, look, getting an STI and STD is also not the end of the world. As well, most things are quite curable. Or treatable. Or treatable, yep. Um, so if you do get it, I also find be the bigger person as well and please tell your play partners. Um, you know, their reaction is going to be more positive if you tell them because you're trying to protect their safety. Yep. Um, and don't feel ashamed if you get something. It's, you know, you just unfortunately fell into that 5% that unfortunately got it. Yeah. And, unfortunately and too yeah, many times. <laughs> at the end of the day, be responsible for your own safety. Don't don't fully rely on other people. Hundred percent. Most tested. people are good about it. There might be a few outliers who don't. So, and it's it's super important that you look after yourself. So, when people say like, "What do we do as a venue?" It's just like we can't mandatory 
uh, put a mandate like you all have to wear condoms because people come here with their 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 their, their passes that, yeah that have been together for like twenty years right you can't all of a sudden turn to them and say you have to now wear a condom we can't do that nor could we monitor it like we'd have to have so many more staff just looking at penises going in vaginas or assholes <laughs> or mouths. <laughs> just like, imagine there's like Can you imagine? who's like some guy who's just standing by with a f- like fresh condom and like a wheel of girls or guys going around and the guy's like sticking it in he's like in out swap in out swap in out swap that's yeah. going through i know mind. like uh bradford and angelo uh from by the by podcasts like their their attitude is play to the safest person in the room so for example some people feel comfortable doing performing oral sex without any physical barrier i.e. a condom or a dam but will insist on a condom for penetrative sex either in the vagina or asshole i don't know why i got like so medical and then dirty i know <laughs> that got a little bit twisted um, um but so if you have <laughs> someone in a group situation that is so you've got say six people and one of those people says i insist that um, we all we, have we wear condoms, condoms for, for oral. oral sex. Then just you go to that level. Oh, 100 percent, because you're still going to be able to feel the nice sensual blowjob, mm. sloppy blowjob. Why not sensual? <laughs> Fuck. I don't yeah, know and if there. that helps them feel more comfortable and in in turn become more depraved and dirty in the act, fucking go for it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yes, you can if always. Not, if they don't want to do it because you haven't got a condom on, then like, well, then you get no blowjob and you just. Eh. Well, well, you know, you, I'd rather someone feel comfortable and then allow them to be who they want to be within the confines of their of their safety. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. So, so n- next one. Now we're allowed to move on. Well, it's, it's much it, more positive. It's a, it's I just a, felt like we ended a little bit gloomy with that because yeah. it is such a, a direct and heavy question that, you know, some of these topics need to be covered with a little bit more seriousness. But, guys, it's all very safe in the club. The next one is related to, it's still an STI topic. How to approach STI conversations with other patrons, say, in the club. So, basically, I guess that... openly? Yeah, well, like... Oh, like if somebody's got something, like herpes or something. So, you know, just say, like, you're coming in, you're a couple and you strike up a conversation with someone else, another couple. Do you talk about, hey, what's your STI policy? When did you get checked? Blah, 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 blah. For some people, that's hugely important. They, they will have that conversation. Other times, there isn't that conversation. It's just do what you can in the in the actual act to protect yourself. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I definitely I've had, seen it all. I've had, definitely had people or at least couples who are very um, sexually transmitted. Like who – sorry, not sexually transmitted. They're very um, – <laughs> <laughs> They do a lot of sexual transmitting. <laughs> <laughs> they transmit their penises everywhere. No, um, they're essentially um, very sexually cautious um, when it comes to infections and diseases. So they've had the conversation with me to ask if I've been checked before and yep. if I'm regularly checked just um, for their own safety. And it, it's not an uncommon thing to – you know, if you feel more comfortable saying, hey, look – have you been checked recently? Is there anything that you need to let us know? Like, just answer the question. Yeah, yeah. I, and in saying that, it, if you feel that you need to, if that's something that's going to make you feel comfortable, you don't have to feel shy about doing that. And if you get people who respond negatively to you asking or your, your, um, the, the reasons for your asking, then they're not your type the, of people, right? Yeah. They're, not, they're not on the same wavelength Level as, as you. Yeah. So just cut them away. Um, Bye, Felicia. If... Like, if anyone got upset with me about asking or asking about their sexual uh, health, they'd be like, you're an idiot. 
<laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> we each approach this very differently, Lawrence. But yes, they're, they're essentially no, not the people the that question. you want. I'd be happy to, be to ask the question. I'd be happy to be asked and happy to ask. But I'm just saying, anyone who responded negatively to the even the the, the subject being brought up just gives me a, a huge indication to their the way they see this type of um, the way they see the issue. And yeah, they're my like millennials don't, that don't know what condoms are. And it's someone I'm not interested in. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Cool. What else do we have? What other questions are left on the list? We wanted to go into kink. So Ooh. our relationship is based around more kink play. Interesting. Does the club support that? So I, I, I'm guessing they, kink is uh, more like synonymous with BDSM. Yeah. In, like they're more a dom sub relationship. Not, not necessarily. Um, they might just, I, I don't know. The they might like kink to is huge, right? It's mice. a huge umbrella, but and so yeah. so is BDSM. But like, so we're assuming thing, everything other than just straight sort of. Um, I don't mean straight sex, but just <laughs> sex in general. Like other things related to sexual activity that aren't necessarily um, penis and vagina <laughs> related or ass related. It's sort of it's something outside the spectrum of um, plain sex is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Essentially. And to answer that question, uh, yes. We obviously we were very accepting of it on any night in the club, but we do also have some amazing people who run events through the club. Um, so Threshold and Velvet Rope, which are primary based around BDSM and kink um, yeah. lifestylers. Because we have it we have it we have a, we're not experts, a dungeon space. And yes, we do. So we obviously cater to that um, on any given night. So things, the most common ones, I, I guess, amongst the swinger community is, if, is light, light sort of like spanking and maybe a little bit of tying up, uh, just restraints and impact play. That yeah. would be probably the most, would you say, the most I think, yeah, impact play is kink? probably, yeah. A lot of spanking is probably the most, because we do provide those types of, yeah. basic um, beginner toys like a paddle and a flogger. Yeah, but anything more advanced than that uh, tends to – we leave that to people who are, are more trained and have more experience with that. Yes, correct. What are you reading over there? I was just trying to see if there's any more questions that we can answer about <laughs> kinky stuff. <laughs> well, there's, there's some other building topics <laughs> on this. Well, since we're on the topic, um, what were the other questions? We get this one sometimes uh, – Pre-op trans or trans people welcome at the club? Yes, 100%. I mean, um, it's obviously at your own comfort and how you feel identifying in the club, but we are very supportive of those type of people or however they identify themselves. Yeah. Um, we're definitely not exclusionary in any way. However, we do promote certain events that we feel you yeah, might be more comfortable. Where, yeah, where there's, there's probably going to be more like-minded people or more... I don't more want to say accepting, similar. but more educated. Because usually the more educated we are about the topic, the I also feel like similar now. We are getting a bigger following of more trans, yeah. um, non-binary people. Yeah. Um, but and that goes with the times as well, as, yeah. as, as the, the, the general become. population become more and more educated about the topic. The more likely you'll find uh, yeah. a safety spot. But, yeah. like we, but we, we try and be honest with the people who do ask yes. us because they say – They've had a lifetime of not feeling comfortable in certain places and they, don't, they certainly don't want to come to a place like this where they feel, feel even more vulnerable and then they might be embarrassed or put down. Oh, 100%. And that's something that we don't want. But on um, that topic, like the event that we do highly promote would be Pendulum. 
pendulum. Or even we do. I do have quite a few trans women who like to come to the all girls events. So, yeah. um, on that topic, uh, trans women are most definitely accepted in the all girls events. Um, and we find that I have actually have multiple trans women that now turn up to Club V. Yep. As well as Pendulum. Um, we also have some trans come on newbie nights as well because it is obviously a new concept. Yep. So, yeah, to in, in, in short, do they attend? Yes, they do. Yep. Do we accept them? Yes, yes, we do. We will, however, give you recommendations on, on nights that we think you might have a um, – you'll just feel more comfortable. But if you're – you're a badass and you don't give a fuck what anyone thinks and you just want to come come along we, we don't have a problem yeah and if, if you need some more support or guidance from us we're more than happy to obviously answer as many questions as possible for you or we'll put you into contact with couples or people that we feel might educate or help you understand situations a bit better yeah cool bananas do you have any more kink questions no that's all i could think of not that that was a kink question but i'm just you were looking um, well, for yeah nothing i could think of okay. or nothing i could say that we probably haven't covered off, but if you know, if our listeners find anything kinky or fetish related that they'd like to ask, or if they know of any people who are within those sort of lifestyles, they would like to come on and talk with us. Send them our way. Yep. Because we are now taking guest speakers. All right, that's <laughs> going to do it for uh, this week's podcast. Just uh, let you know, from now on, we're going to be moving to fortnightly. Yay! <laughs> you get to hear our voices more. So our plan for the time being is once a month we're going to do a month in review. So yep. about the previous month and the events that we had and all the, the crazy shit that we saw. And the, the other fortnight was going to be... A, uh, a guest speaker coming on to review either their experience or getting one of our staff members to give you some of the insight. Yeah, dirt. just talking about more generalised things in the lifestyle, maybe people who have other experiences other than what we have to share. So look forward to that. We're going to be dropping our episodes on Wednesdays. The hump day, baby. <laughs> Whoa, it was the best day that I thought was possible. Yeah, so Wednesday afternoons we're going to be dropping our episodes every fortnight, every yeah. other Wednesday. So stay tuned for that. We would love it if you could... Give us five stars! Yeah, leave us a rating and review on... Just had my coffee. Wherever you listen to your podcast, <laughs> iTunes is great. And we also have... So we <laughs> Sorry. And on rating and reviews, we would love it if you did give us a, a great five-star rating and a, and a review. And an and honest review as well, guys. We do want to hear your feedback on how fabulous my voice sounds. But we're going to be running <laughs> a little incentive for the next little while. We're going to be offering a free entry to the club for one night for a great five-star review written on iTunes. So post up your review there uh, and then we'll go through and select a review at random and then we'll talk about it on the podcast and if it's yours get in touch and then we can organize a free entry for you into the club on a night of your choosing Woo. but other than that in the meantime you can get in touch with us on all our social medias at our secret spot instagram facebook twitter uh phone mm -hmm. us on zero four seven eight one three one Seven six, six nine. nine. Did you forget the number? Almost. <laughs> Email um, us at info at our secret spot or just jump onto our website www.oursecretspot.com.au and we look forward to seeing you there or at the club. Yes. Um and I hope you guys are still enjoying our podcast as much as we are. Cool bananas. Our next podcast, we're gonna be having our very first guest. If you can guess who it is, let us know in the comments. It's one of our 
No, don't give away any hints. No, <laughs> no hints. Nothing, no, no, hints. No, no, no. This person is very outspoken as it is in the uh, community or in OSS. And popular? And popular. Mm. Well, we'll give away that it's a, a male. Ooh. He is very popular. <laughs> <laughs> and a, no, it's not Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to guess myself. I'm like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> I've oh, seen Lawrence, you do it in Lawrence. the mirror. You have a chat with yourself in the mirror. Yeah, okay, right. well, we're going to wrap this up. Otherwise, we'll keep going back and forth. All right. All right. Bye, Thanks guys. For guys. See you next time. Bye. Go. And on the on rating is on. <laughs> And on rating and... Oh, Jesus. Ah!